You're listening to the Eastside Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This sermon was recently preached at our church. We want to encourage you to visit our website at eastsidesf.com. Now, enjoy today's sermon. Okay, turn with me in your Bibles to Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, I'm loving this verse. I'm, I'm loving this book. It's, it's, it's a great book, and I... And I want to I want to preach a message. I, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, it, it was a message that I heard oh years ago, probably while I was in Bible college from J. C. House. And I was scribbling notes as fast as I could. Now I'm trying to put this thing in a message because it it is so good, and it, I I just hope I can do it justice because it was a it's, it's a it's a good passage. It's a good message, and I wanna I want to try to relate this to you. It. it It'll help us out a lot. The title of the message, the title of the message is Learning to Live with Yourself and Like It. So many of us don't. So many of us, so many of us Christians, especially Christians, we, you know, we, we're going through, we, we, we're, we're going through the motion, but we really don't, we really don't like it very much. And, and I'm going to try to, try to help us out in that area tonight. So if you will, if you found Philippians chapter 3 is where we're at, and, you, and you'll find verse 7, I'm going to read from 7 down through verse 14, if you will, please. Bible tells us this, that, but what things were, were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless I count all things but loss for the excellency, excuse me, for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dumb, that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through faith, through the faith of Christ, the righteous, which is, by God, by, which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable to his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Not as though I had already attained, either were ready, already perfect, but I follow after that which I am apprehend, that, that I may apprehend for that which I also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. The Bible says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Heavenly Father, we bow before your throne of grace. We thank you again so much for this day you've given us and the many, many blessings we've received. And Lord, I ask you tonight, Father, that you'll, you'll be in our service and you'll put your hand of blessings on us. Father, you'll... You give me the words that I need to say. You give me the liberty to say them. Help me, Lord, get them all in order and do everything that I have to do, Father, because, Lord, your word is being preached, and, Lord, we know, God, that this is, this is the most. This, this is the highest, Lord. And I ask, God, that you'll, uh, you'll, you'll do a work in the hearts of those that are here tonight. I pray, Father, that, that if there's any here that aren't saved, Lord, I pray, God, that tonight they'll get saved. Lord, we love you. God, we thank you for your blessings. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
So I want to talk to you, like I said, I want to talk to you tonight on how to live with yourself and like it. Now, you do understand we all have to live with ourselves. But, you know, liking it is actually optional. And um, Jesus, Jesus said in Luke 27, 10, 27, he said, we're supposed to love God with all our heart, our soul, and our mind, and we're supposed to love our neighbor as, our, as ourself. Is this not on? Oh, okay. This, this is all right. Yeah, this is okay. And uh, so most Christians, you know, most Christians, you know, we we get we get to be so grouchy and you know such such bunch sour pusses that that sometimes nobody wants to be you know no surprise that nobody really wants to be a Christian. But you know Paul said in uh, in uh, Galatians chapter two verse twenty I I have it memorized but you know what I can't think of, I can't remember how it starts I am cru oh I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Folks, in order for us to be able to live with ourselves and like it, there's a few things that I hope I can help you out here in, in, in things that we should do that, we, that, that will help us in, in that part there. And if you, if you look down to verse 12 with me tonight, it says, not, it, not as though I had already attained, either were ready, already perfect, I follow after that which I, that I may apprehend that for which I also am apprehended of Christ Jesus. But he said, Paul says, not as though I had already attained. He had, he had achieved a lot of things. He had gotten a lot of things, but yet he counted them as we, as we go down the next verse. He counted them as worthless and vain and nothing. They're, they're, they were nothing. And, but he was giving everything to Christ. And that's the one thing that we have to do. First, one thing we have to do, Paul said, I have not attained. Paul, Paul was one of the greatest Christians. It, many people say Paul was the greatest Christian since, since the resurrection of Christ. He's the, the greatest Christian that ever walked on the face of the earth. But yet he said, I have not attained. I, I, am, not, I am not there. And uh, there are people today, there are, there are people today that give us, give seminars on how, to, how they can try to convince us, oh, I better not, how they can try to convince us how great we are. They got out there, you are the greatest thing. There are so many churches out there trying to tell us how great we are, but you know what? We're missing, the, they're missing the boat. We are not that great. We have, we have got to, we have got to uh, live our life for the, live our life for Christ. And, and, and the one thing that first thing we got to do is we got to understand our, we have to consider our condition, the condition of where we're at spiritually. I think even, uh, Chad mentioned it this morning, but was, we, have, we, have got, we have got to be able to uh, look at ourselves and say, where am I spiritually? Where, 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 where am I okay? Where, where, am I, where am I struggling? But we've got to know, we have got to know where we're at. 
if we don't know where we're at spiritually, if we're just kind of wandering through life, just go, kind of going on, just doing, doing our thing, we'll never, we'll, never, we'll never grow spiritually like we should. We'll never do it. So here's what I think. We have got to know where we're at. We've got to take stock. We've got to, we've got to say, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm and, and we gotta, we got to be honest with our evaluation. So many, sometimes we, we, we want to we wanna think more highly of ourselves than we should. But unless I, know where, unless I know where I am as a Christian, we can't go anywhere in our Christian walk. The person that has attained is not here tonight. We, no, nobody's attained. If Paul hasn't attained, you haven't attained. We can't, we can't go out there and say that, hey, I have, I have it, I am it, I am number one Christian, I am the best, I can, you know, I, I can move forward in my Christian walk. But first off, we gotta have, we, we gotta know where we're at. Paul, Paul, Paul said that we gotta understand where we're at. He said it, he said in, in, like, in verse, uh, where, where are we at again, verse 12? It's not as though I had already attained, neither were already perfect. He wasn't attained, we're not, we're not perfect. Paul wanted to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. And if you're gonna, if you're gonna uh, know power, uh, know Christ and the power of his resurrection, we have got to know where we're at. Quit. Try, we need to quit trying to overrate ourselves in our Christian walk. And once you've considered your condition, then we need to chart a course for, uh, for, for growing in Christ. It says in verse 13 and 14, but brethren, I have not counted myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do, forgetting those things, forgetting those things which are behind, what does that say? I'm just stopping where I'm at and I'm gonna start at this point today, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Once we, once we figure out where you're at, then you can chart a course for where you're gonna go. And Paul spoke a lot, of the, Paul spoke a lot about athletics and here and 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 we're in um, and he talked a lot about runners. We're running. We're running a race. Has anybody here do marathon running? Well, I tried one one time. I I, I entered this 26 mile race and I got 26 feet and quit. <laughs> no, but anyway. But do you, do you know? Do you understand? Do you understand what a person's got to go through in order to win that twenty-six mile race? He's got to know where he's at. He's got to realize and understand his condition, and he's got to know that. Listen, I've got to do this, this, and this in order to participate in that race. He's got to start with the very basics. Am I in shape? Am I eating the right things? Am I doing this? Am I exercising? And this man, and whoever's going to run this race has got to be on the spot daily, faithfully, faithfully uh, preparing himself 
for that 26-mile race. He's got to get out, and he's got to, and he's got to run. If he's just starting, he's got to run a little bit every day and, and keep increasing it and increasing it and increasing it until that he's at the point where he can actually run the 26 miles. And, 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 he's, busy, and he's busy day in and day out. And I'm going to tell you this, they are, they are single-minded. They are single-minded on this race. And then at the point in time they get to the race, they're at the race, they're getting ready, they're at the starting line getting ready to run. They've, they've trained and they've trained for months, maybe a couple of years on, on, on preparing themselves for this race. That's the Christian walk. We need to be prepared. We need to get ready in our own heart and mind to be able to, and you know what that takes? That takes prayer, that takes studying that takes knowing your bible that takes reading your bible that takes going to church that's what it takes we got to be prepared daily doing the things that we have to do in order to win that to win that prize to win that ma to get that ma the mark of the prize of the high calling of god in christ jesus we gotta it's it's and when they get on that race when they when they get there and they get at that starting line they don't look very happy because they're not, they're not out there trying to uh, make jokes like I am. They're out there to win that race. Their mind is focused on that race. And when, the, and when the gun goes off and they take off running, they are looking at the finish line, 26 months. That's where they want to be. They want to be there. They want to get there first. And, 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 and the, and the runner is focused strictly at the, for the task at hand. I mean, listen, a runner gets on the track, he gets, he gets single-minded, like I said. He, all he thinks about, all the only thing he thinks about is the finish line. If a, if a runner gets out there and he starts running, and then all of a sudden he gets up and gets alongside one of his fellow runners and... He says, hey, nice race, isn't it? Good day for a run. He's not going to win that race because he's not thinking about the finish line. He's thinking about talking to this man. He's not out there playing to the crowd saying, look at me. Ta-da, I'm good. He doesn't care about the crowd. He could care less about the crowd. He could care less about the runner behind him. He's not going to pull into the concession stand and buy a, buy a bottle of pop to drink on the way. He's not going to do that because he's not, his mind is not on. Folks, that's what I'm saying. We get, we get too uh, uh, obstructed or uh, we get off course. We, get, we, we lose track of where we're at. That's how we lose track of our Christian walk. We've got to be focus, Johnny on the spot, Christians ready to make a difference in this world. That's our job. It's our job to be making sure that we're talking to people, we're, we're inviting people to church, we're studying to show ourselves approved unto God, we're praying without ceasing. We're not missing church. We're doing what we can. Our focus is supposed to be on the prize. 
That's where our focus is at. Uh, you know, what we're, what, what's, what's going on is, is that, that, that our, our, our position, our, our job as a Christian is to focus. There's, a, there's somebody told me one time, he said, Doug, you're so heavenly minded, you aren't no earthly good. I don't think you can get that way. I don't think you can get that way. And I, I don't know where he ever got that idea that I was so heavenly minded. But we can't be, because if we're doing what we're doing, and we're doing the way we're, what we're supposed to be doing and, and keeping focused on the prize, we'll make a huge difference. We'll make a huge difference in this world tonight. And then once you've understood where you're at, and once you've charted a course, you've got yourself ready, you're, 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 you're preparing yourself and you're focusing yourself on that prize. It's time to change our attitude. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind. He says, I reach forth unto those things which are before. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore if, any, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. It says, behold, all things are become new. Paul here is so positive. It's, it's amazing how a positive how positive he is considering he's writing this from a Roman prison. He's got nothing to look forward to except losing his head over the whole thing. Preachers today, you know, sometimes, not preacher, but Christians today complained about the price they have to pay for being a Christian. All I got to do is stop and think about the price that Paul paid and so many of the other Christians paid while they were out there running that race, trying to get that prize. And Paul is just the only, just, Paul just ran the race with, Paul just ran the race with everything he had. In fact, you know, sometimes, sometimes when we run and we're, and we're busy running that race, it seems as though that we're, we're not running a race with our legs. I mean, it's even some of those runners, they get, they, those marathon runners, they, they, I think they get to a point where they're not running the race with their legs, they're running with their heart. The only thing keeping them going is the, the very idea that I want that prize, I want to finish. I've, 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 read, about, I've read about runners Marathon runners that they, they, they entered this race and they began running and you know what? The race is probably over in probably two and a half, three hours. Everybody's in, except one runner way back there. And he doesn't quit. And he just keeps going and he keeps running. He's not running. He's not running with his legs. He's running now with his heart. He knows he's not going to win that race, but he still has a finish line that he wants to get to. 
and he'll do anything and everything he can to get to that finish line. And even the, the, the race officials, they've already started taking down all this stuff at the finish line and then pretty soon they see this one straggler running with everything that he has, practically walking on his knees trying to get to that finish line. And before he could get there, they put everything back up just for him. Why? Because they appreciate that he ran with heart. And there was nothing, there was nothing that, that, that was going to stop that person from running this race. Folks, we have, we're, we're supposed to be running a race. We're supposed to be doing a, the best we can, running even sometimes just with our heart, just to try to get to that finish line. There are so many Christians living on misspent yesterdays that they, can only, they, they cannot get anything done for Christ today. Don't worry about yesterday. Paul says, Paul, Paul says listen, uh, where are we at in verse 14, verse 13, he says, Brethren, I count my myself, and I don't know if that's where. Forgetting those things which are behind. Put the past behind you. Don't worry about that. Move forward. God's got something for you. He's got a, and he's got a race for you to run, and he wants you to run that race with everything that you have within you. Forget the guilt of the past. Forget the things of the past. Some say they can't serve God because I was hurt by a preacher. You know, people give, people will find any excuse, any excuse to stop running the race. I was hurt by this. I was hurt by that. And ever, anybody ever hear the song Excuses? Should I sing for you? Okay, I'll do it anyway. Excuses, excuses, you'll hear them every day. How the devil will supply them if your church will stay away. When people come to know the Lord, the devil always loses. So to keep them folks away from church, he offers them excuses. And whatever excuse, sometimes excuses are just about the, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not an excuse. And sometimes it may seem like an excuse to us, or maybe Sometimes it's just a reason for us to quit running the race. Sometimes we just get tired. Sometimes we just, you know, are wore out. We don't want to go on any further. We just want to, but here's what it is. We need to change our attitude. Say, Lord, I'm not going to stop running this race. I'm going to continue running with everything that I have within me. Like I said, don't let the misspent, the spent yesterday steal your joy. Today, you know, uh, Philippians is a, considered a book of joy. And like I said, Paul wrote this book from prison. He understood. He had it figured out. He had put it all behind him, and he was running for today. And then, lastly, we need to challenge ourselves. Sometimes, 
There won't be anybody around to challenge. There won't be a pastor around to be, to be able to challenge. There, there, there won't be other. Sometimes you just have to challenge yourself. Sometimes you just have to quietly sit down and pick up the Bible and read God's Word and just be challenged by the things that are in the Word of God. Um, we're supposed to press toward the goal, never failing, keeping the goal in mind. Never fail, you, 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 you never fail, you never fail until you quit. And when you quit, you fail. David, in 1 Samuel, was running from Saul, hiding in caves and anywhere he could. And, there, and, I, and, and, and I, I, didn't get the, I didn't get the reference, but you know, he was, he's probably feeling pretty much alone. Didn't know where to turn. He had a few men with him, but he didn't know where to turn. He was looking, looking for anything to help him out. And finally, the Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord. He had to just look to God and say, Lord, I need help. I'm, I'm discouraged. And, and, you know, God knows that. And, 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 he, and, he'll, and he'll do everything. He, if, if David is looking, God will be there. God will be there. Christians should not need a lot of encouragement on our own. Sometimes we do. I do. But we shouldn't need a whole bunch. We should just look toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Just say, Lord, I don't know what it's going to take, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep challenging myself. I'm going to keep running. I'm going to keep... I'm going to keep a, how would you say it? A stiff upper lip. I'm going to keep my attitude right. I'm going to. I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to. I'm going to keep charting my course to the finish line. Because, folks, that's what's expected of us. And if you boil it all down, the Bible says we are in the army of God. And our basic job as, as soldiers of the cross is to take territory from the enemy. That's our job. And until God calls us home, we're supposed to keep looking toward that prize, looking for that prize. For the prize, uh, for the, uh, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. The high calling of God. It's not just a calling of God, it's a high calling. It's higher than anybody, any calling in this world could have. That's why Paul was so intent on just everything that he had attained, all the knowledge he had attained, all the worldly possessions that he had attained, all these things that he had attained were but dumb. They were, they were nothing to him because all he was looking forward to was the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He, he loved the Lord beyond anything on this earth. He loved God supremely. And folks, 
we ought to, we ought to press toward that mark. To, to love God supremely, that we, will, that we will do whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get to that finish line toward that mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's all that that that's our whole that's our whole position on this earth today and 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 honestly folks, we just we just need I think I think every one of us in the every Christian actually could sit down and stop and look, I need to I need to take stock of what's going on in my life. I need to know where I'm at so I can chart a course challenge uh, and, and change my attitude, adjust my attitude, and challenge, keep challenging myself. I, I, I guess that should, we ought, it's something we ought to be working to do every so often. That's what we ought to be doing all the time. Looking and checking and challenging ourselves. Keep training and keep pushing forward for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus because that's what it's all about. We want to encourage you to visit our website at eastsidesf.com.